0: Hi, this is Shanice G, and you're listening to The Single Mom Hotbox, a podcast where you can find tips on parenting and life skills to be a better you for you and your family, and to help create a village of role models for our children. It takes a village to raise a child. Why not build our own? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. And... Also, for all of you that listened to last week, we had awesome feedback, um, and it was just really, really fun to do um, the interview that I did with my daughter. It was just really, it was informative on my end, too, because, like I said, in the podcast, I told her to be open and honest, so those were actually questions that... I obviously came up with ahead of time, but hadn't, like, coached her on answers or anything. So, um, it was informative for me, too, on things that that I actually wanted needed to or want to work on. Um, and I heard it straight from the person that I care about the most of what I'm doing and who I'm impacting. So, that was really great. So, thank you guys for all the feedback and for for listening to that podcast that was our special episode every 10th episode we are going to be doing probably an interview or something pretty cool um haven't really thought that far to the next 10th episode but that was just like a little a little touch on some of the things that i'd like to do to spice up and mix it up um with this podcast so so yeah so this week, I actually, last minute, like super last minute, like probably a couple hours ago, changed what I wanted to talk about this week. Um, I had a different topic in mind, but just over the last couple weeks or so, um, this particular topic, I, I did mention it in my last podcast with Layla um about having age appropriate communication with your kids. So pretty much I want to expand on that just because within these last 2 weeks um after the shooting the so there was so for those of you that don't know that aren't um in the United States or not kept up on what has been going on, there was a mass shooting at a Florida high school. Um, on Valentine's Day, so yeah, a really sad day of love where you know there was um seventeen people I believe were killed that day, um, and as young as you know fourteen, uh I believe it, I believe it was high school, but so ever since then, I've been seeing multiple posts related to um other either students bringing in weapons to school, um, you know, shooting themselves by accident, or even something as simple as just children, the way that they have responded to this, um, this, you know, heinous event that happened. Um, And some of the posts that I've seen, all of them definitely sad, but at the same time, they're infuriating for me because I, a lot of the posts that I've been seeing are for children that are way, way younger than these high school kids. These are middle school kids. These are, you know, nine-year-olds, seven-year-olds, all caught up in this whole drama of this mass shooting. Um, And I'll explain why it's infuriating to me, um, but I, I don't have any prep for you guys, like, just like I said, I just changed the subject uh, a couple of hours ago, so I didn't really have time to prepare, but I had just seen another post, and I was just like, you know what, I feel like I need to talk about this today, um, so, just bear with me i I could be all over the place it It might not fully make sense, but hopefully you guys get the gist of how how I'm feeling and why so um there's been at least probably five to six events that I've seen after the Florida mass shooting um in regards to like i said um kids bringing weapons to school um kids having plans or you know it coming out about kids having plans to do the same thing um today what really was the deciding factor for me to switch this was I seen a post about um it was a mother who said that her seven-year-old son had told her that there was something in his backpack in case he ever got shot at school so, the mother is trying to reassure the child that you know that's not going to happen. I mean obviously she doesn't know, but you know you reassure it's not going to happen, so they're not thinking about it constantly um but he still was you know adamant about that he just had something for her in case anything happened in his backpack um and what he had was basically a goodbye letter um for when she would miss him if if it ever did happen and honestly like i'm actually getting a little bit emotional just like saying it out loud and um thinking about it just because you know my daughter's eight and sorry guys like this is real for me um I could never imagine my daughter coming home and telling me something like that even though obviously this little boy meant it in the best way possible like you wouldn't nev- you wouldn't have to worry about me you know um and that you'd always have something something to remind you of me and basically that closure but to me it just it rings home so much because I have a kid this age and I would never want to have her be thinking about that kind of stuff at this young of age like at seven at eight all you should be really worried about is you know your friends at school homework cartoons barbie dolls um freaking nerf guns or something uh let's let's stay away from the guns not guns but you know boy toys football sports i don't know but it's just crazy, so crazy to me that these children at such young ages are being exposed to so much that they are not mentally ready for. They're not capable of understanding fully what's going on. So I feel like there's way too much pressure or the the information they're receiving is way too available across all boards. And it's really, it, it, dri- it drives me crazy, and that's where I'll get into just it being age-appropriate communication that needs to be necessary for our kids. And what I mean by age-appropriate communication is that whatever information that you are giving to your child, it is appropriate for their maturity level. Um so either by the way you have to deliver it like using different types of words um or I don't want to really use the word dumbing it down because you know our children are smart um but basically putting it into terms that they can understand or not giving them information that is above their maturity level or or has to do with things that they don't need to worry themselves about. That there are adults or, you know, more mature individuals that can process that information and still, uh, still you still want to be definitely honest with your kids. I'm not saying, like, hide everything from your kids or lie to them about things that happen because... Besides, obviously, what you tell your kids, there's so many other resources of how your kids get information, and, you know, majority, like my kid, she gets a lot of her outside information from school, her friends, you know, TV sometimes, you know, the internet is a big one, obviously, but you yourself, I feel like, need to be able to control better about what your children are exposed to, obviously, you can't do anything about what they come in contact with outside of your home or out of your presence. You can't do anything about that. So if they come to you with a question that obviously you're not prepared for, or that wasn't really a subject you were trying to um, let them know about or have to explain, you can still be honest with them in a way that doesn't give them you know, ideas or these type of negative thoughts or something that they don't they don't have to deal with so so just obviously using like basically the shooting as an example and obviously this is also my opinion like there's obviously so many different parenting styles and you might not agree with how I feel about this but I feel so strongly about it because I see how it's effect affected how I grew up and how I see the world and I can see how much of it affects even the the small amounts of times that um, I've, you know, had either adult conversations or conversations that Layla shouldn't be present for. You just catch it in sometimes how they play or sometimes how they start talking later on. Like you realize that there's certain behaviors or certain things that you've said that you didn't even maybe realize They were even around for, but you just you got to be more mindful of that. So, so like I said, this this Florida shooting, I would never, oh, like I I doubt my daughter really knows what happened. She she hasn't brought it up, which doesn't necessarily mean she doesn't know what happens. But usually, when big things in either politics or whatever happen, she tells me about it because she hears something from school or whatever. So she hasn't brought it up to me yet, so I'm assuming that she doesn't know. And this this would be a particular subject I wouldn't want her to know. And this is where you make it age appropriate. Us as adults, we've seen the event on news, social media, whatever. To make it age appropriate for your seven, eight, nine-year-olds or what have you, all you need to do is make sure that they know what they need to do in case of emergencies um when they're feeling unsafe so those type of words when you're feeling unsafe when you know there's danger around you know what to do do you know what to do when you're at school just make sure, you know, make sure you hide, make sure you do whatever procedures. So it's it's also probably really important for us parents to know what the procedures are in the school in case these type of events do happen so we can put it into more of kid terms if we need to explain it or, you know, the, this type of conversation didn't dawn on us to have with our kids before this type of event happened. So you know, educate yourselves on what the procedure is so you can tell your kids of how to be safe without letting them know what actually happened. So that kind of um, imagery is not on their mind. So they're not thinking about it. So so my eight-year-old wouldn't have to be like this little boy and actually think to write their mother or parents a goodbye note at seven years old because they might get shot. Like that is so ridiculous to me. And and sometimes it has a lot to do with like something as simple as just having the news on and your child is in there watching it with you or something like that. I don't feel like the news is appropriate for children to be watching. I'm sorry, I don't. Um, it's very depressive events that we always see. There's barely any very positive or highlighted things that you would enjoy watching or allow your kid to watch, so I don't think the news is age-appropriate for pretty much probably kids, I'd say probably 11 and under, maybe even push it to 12 to 13, I don't know, maybe, but Uh, things like that or like I said before just having adult conversations in front of your kid you might not be directly speaking to your kid but kids are sponges they they absorb everything especially if it's from their parents everything that you say or do so if you're having and, and, and I'll actually pull from my upbringing i was around a lot of adult conversations and situations that i shouldn't have been because i feel like it forced me to grow up faster i you know pretty much i i I just was around conversations that had to do with um depression suicide drugs sex all things that i was aware of knew what they were well, you know, kind of knew what they were, you know. So some of these subjects, I wasn't matured enough to really know what what was really going on, but I pretty much knew about all those topics probably by the time I was seven. And it's just, it 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 just puts like I said. It I keep saying like I said. Anyway, like I said. It keeps putting these thoughts in kids' minds and then they start acting on them because once they figure out whatever the subject, whatever the topic is, whatever, when they figure that out, or they could easily find that word. So let's just take depression. They'll take depression and as easy as it is, technology at our fingertips, Google what depression is, read it. And interpret it however they're going to interpret it for their age, but then start acting like that. And then you start having more depressed kids, more kids that are feeling, um, you know, low self-esteem and everything like like that goes along with people that do have depression. And I'm not saying that a very young child can't have depression, but unless you're seeing clear-cut signs and you actually bring them to a psychologist and they're actually diagnosed... I don't think those type of words or conversations should be happening depression things about drugs things about sex again I'm pretty much keeping it pretty much towards the like 11 years old and down um just because I feel like those ages are the most they're the most influential that's when they're learning the most and mimicking what they see and what they hear all that stuff so it it just, like, I mean, I've told you, it It made me hearing those things, learning about them at such a young age, even though I do believe the intention with some of those subjects being brought up to me at a young age was so I was aware ahead of time and could possibly learn how to deal with them better when I came into contact with them. But I don't think that's what it did. I think it actually just had me thinking about it way too far ahead and had me grow up faster so I wasn't able to actually enjoy being a kid and it created a distance between I feel like a lot of uh, my peers because I wasn't I didn't feel like I was on the same level so I didn't make a lot of friends on top of just being shy in general I don't think I made a lot of friends because I felt like I couldn't relate to them because my mind was already more advanced than probably the average kid just due to conversation that I was introduced to at such a young age. And it's just not fair. It's not fair to our kids to expose them to things that they, one, they can't really understand at certain ages. And then to have to go through the whole process of uh, trying to understand the, the best they can and then... Sometimes inaccurately interpreting what they've been told or what they've read or something, and then they go and act upon it in in a way that either is just hurting themselves, it could hurt their family, their friends, whoever, and that's how you get more and more kids that are you know like we're gonna go back just to the whole shooting example like this is why we're having more and more and younger and younger kids involved in these shootings and bringing weapons to school and stuff it's because they've been exposed to it they're watching it on tv they they have you know a lot of these kids have freaking uh, facebook accounts instagram accounts and everything and they're eight years old most of these social medias They require you to be 18. That's why they have you enter your birth date when you're signing up. And if you're under a certain age, you do not qualify or you get a little message or something that says you're not allowed. But because obviously, you know, we're not dummies. Kids know how to move the years and all this stuff. You know, it's nothing but a, a date to them, but it's really... Allowing them to gain access into a world that wasn't even made for them. That they are not ready for yet. And us parents, we're supposed to, like, all this time, like, all the Facebook, Instagram, all the things that have, like, age restrictions, just like movies, rated R, PG-13. We're supposed to, in all that period of time, before you reach whatever level, before you reach the level that your kid turns uh, PG-13 or Rated R, you have to be 17 to watch those movies before your kid hits 17. That is all the time before that for you parents to get your kids ready by talking to them at the ages that are appropriate about what they'd see, what they experience at those particular ages. It's not for us to be like, oh, well, they're with me, so... I guess it's okay or, well, it's mostly family that they add or whatever that I have on the social media. No, because there's always the children that are either sneaky and adding people without your permission or, you know, there's just so many ways and loopholes through all of that that they'd still be exposed to things that they shouldn't way too early I I remember back when I when I was in middle school and I used to go to this boys and girls club and I remember a second grader so a a kid that is my daughter's age now talking about sex and all this stuff I'm like and I and at that time you know I was 13 and I was surprised at then to hear this little kid at 8 even though same time frame I didn't know about that stuff too But it just threw me through a loop to hear a child so young talking about a subject that, not that they shouldn't know about it, like, we should definitely make, you know, kids aware about their bodies and safe, you know, no touching and all that stuff. But the act of sex and all that, like, kids at eight years old should have no idea what that even? It, they haven't even hit puberty yet. So why? Why do they know what to do, how to do it, who to do it to, and all this extra stuff? Like it just—it's crazy. It's just so crazy that so many children are exposed, and a lot of the times by accident. Like, like I, I'm telling you guys that it's—I don't think most parents intentionally, intentionally try to tell their kids or have their kids involved or exposed to certain types of subjects like it's just like you know the news is on in the background or um it's something on the radio or you're not really thinking about your child who's really ear hustling right in the corner of the room when you're talking to your significant other or you're talking to your sister your mother another adult sometimes we just don't think about it it's an afterthought but I just encourage all of you parents, all of you role models out there for children to just be way, way, way more mindful and discreet about certain topics when you're in the presence of someone who is not at that same maturity level to be able to handle it and understand how to take in that information and process it in a healthy way so they know how to and not how to act Um, and they also know that they don't need to react to certain things. Uh, yeah, I, uh, it, it just, this, this subject just touched home, especially after reading that post about the seven-year-old boy, because my daughter is so close in age and I would just be heartbroken if I heard her or had her come home and tell me something like that. Um, So, and, and I'm, I'm definitely guilty of doing stuff like this or having conversations in front of my daughter that probably shouldn't, shouldn't happen. Not that I don't think I have any crazy conversations, but just certain conversations that just shouldn't happen. And I, I'm definitely extra, especially after this whole situation, I'm going to be way more mindful of how I, how I, uh, just present myself and how i give out information to my daughter so she knows exactly what what she should be thinking about or not what she should be thinking about or she just able to be a kid as long as possible with as much guidance and help that i can give her just related on just how how old she is and what she can really mentally understand. Uh, which, you know, something that can probably help us all is just reading more about the different age levels and what their mental capacity is, and that will actually help us a little more along the way, on top of common sense, to really be able to just... Let our kids be kids, and when it's time for them to turn into teenagers, just teenagers or adults um young adults, whatever, that they're ready for it, but able to be present in the the mind frame that they're supposed to be in, so yeah, that's pretty much all I think I have to say today i'm I'm sorry if it was kind of all over the place it's um definitely emotional topic and I hope that I just pretty much just gave you guys you know a synapse of what I'm feeling and why and I hope you guys I hope you guys agree with me but if you don't that's definitely okay just either way just let me know what you guys think am I crazy or do you feel me on this do you understand where I'm coming from and Like, what what kind of things do you guys, what do you guys do in order to keep your kids as kids? And what also do you do to try to prepare them for their next stage in life without being too revealing or without jumping ahead or something like that? Just, you know, like always, I'm going to always ask for you guys' feedback. Ask for you guys to let me know what you think or if you have a different differing opinion let me know what that is i'm so open-minded and so available to all sorts of information that i i just appreciate any type that i would get so um don't forget to like share subscribe let people know what we're talking about, especially if these are hitting home for you guys, and it means something to you, it probably will mean something to the people that you're closest with, because those are generally the people that are going to think similar to you because they're so close to you, and I feel like we can just help each other out with all the issues that go on in the world. So, so just don't forget and don't forget to tune in to um the feedback video next week. Um nothing really special going on, but whatever you guys respond to on this or you know whatever happens to be what I'm giving feedback that day, um you'll see me on my Facebook page talking on there. So thank you guys for listening today. Thank you for bearing with me. And again, sorry for the like all over the place and the million like I said that I said in this podcast. Um, But I will be talking to you guys next week. Hope you enjoy your weekend. And this was Shanice G and you were just listening to the Single Mom Hotbox.